With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Here with our 268th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. We're going to title this episode, Ridley's View of the Falcons Offense. Of course, that's in light of the recent trade of wide receiver Julio Jones to the Tennessee Titans. Ridley is now the unquestioned number one receiver on the offense. We're going to play his interview today with the media discussing his role of the offense, his surgery, and several other topics. So we're going to get right to that. Before we do, we're going to ask you all to follow us on Twitter at DOrlandoAJC. Bookmark our page on AJC.com. And you can follow us on Facebook on the Atlanta Falcons News Now page. Without further ado, let's get to Calvin Ridley. Falcons wide receiver. We got 13 minutes and 29 seconds. We're going to split it up. Take us a break. Give you the people who are asking the questions. And get back to it and wrap it up. In this 268th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Here's Calvin Ridley. Good going today? Just uh, want to check in with you to see uh, about, you know, how, when, about the surgery and uh, just... Yeah. Deal with that before we get to football and so forth. Yeah, yeah, it went good. Um, just minor. Um, I can walk and all that right now. Uh, I'm just taking it one day at a time. Okay, was this something from the season or or um, why did yeah. you go now? Will you be ready for training camp? Yeah, I, I, like I said, I'm taking it one day at a time. I'm pretty sure I'll be ready. But yeah, something from uh, last season. Okay, and then that football question on the football. Uh, with Julio uh, being traded, you know, you clearly the number one receiver now. Um, any pressure in taking on that role? No, no pressure. No pressure. No pressure at all. All right. And, uh, go ahead. Thank you. Oh, thanks, Eli. Uh, Mike Rothstein? Yeah, hey, hey, Calvin. Sue, so, when did you get a sense that you might no longer be playing with Julio. Like, when does that happen for you that you're like, okay, I might not be with him anymore? Um, honestly, I was uh, really, you know, you know, in my own lane at that point. I was trying to know, you know, worry about me at that point. So I didn't know what was going on. Nobody told me nothing, and uh, I, I got the news when everybody else got the news. You you said there's no that there's no pressure. How much did kind of having to not play with him for half of last season maybe make this a little bit easier in some ways? Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it uh, made it a lot easier, but I played with Julio, Muhammad Sanu, I mean, like, since day one, those guys, you know, I, I feel like I've been, you know, moving toward that way of uh, 
you know, I can do it by myself. And I mean, obviously, I'm not by myself. We have other players who are really good. And um, but uh, yeah, I felt like I, you know, I've been ready, and I could have just, I just needed the opportunity to, you know, get in those positions. Appreciate it, Tori. Yeah, hi, Calvin. The first time that we talked to you, I think it was during training camp of last year, and you you came in to that media availability, and you had very specific goals in mind. I, I think I remember you saying you wanted to surpass a thousand yards, you, you wanted to be elite. I mean, now now that you kind of have this new mantle to to a certain extent, how did those goals shift in twenty twenty one, or maybe not even at all? Maybe it's still consistent for you. Yeah, um, definitely want to be consistent. Definitely want to establish myself as, you know, one of the best receivers in the league. And uh, and most importantly, help my team win games. I mean, really just help my team win games. But whatever, you know, whatever I have to do to, you know, help the team win, literally. And I think it was, we were talking to Ricardo Allen last year, and he had one of the best quotes that I thought. And he said, Calvin's the number one receiver. Anywhere else he goes, he just happens to be playing alongside one of the best to play the game. I mean, now that that narrative pretty much changes in 2021, does that almost kind of fuel you in a way to, to kind of be the face and leader of this receiving room in a new way? Uh, um, yeah, I mean... Obviously, Julio was one of the greatest receivers ever to play football in, come through Atlanta. I just uh, feel like I have to, you know, keep it high. And that's, you know, that's one of my goals to keep the standard here high. And uh, and with that, that goes for, you know, all the guys in my room. You know, we want to keep the standard high as, like, Julio and uh, Roddy White and, you know, a bunch of other guys have done through here. So, you know, that's my goal, you know, to show the guys, you know, how it's done, how it should look. You know, play my heart out and help the team get wins. Thank you. Scott? Calvin, um, as you go back and look at what you were able to do last season, do you think it was more about increased targets and and, and, uh, and opportunities? Or when you look at last season, do you think that, that you were doing certain things better and have you been able to kind of identify um, uh, what those things were and, and how you were able to uh, improve? Yeah, um, I definitely felt like from since my rookie year and since I've been here, I've gotten better every year. And it's honestly with just confidence because I have the ability to really do whatever I want. And um, and uh, yeah, I mean, when you get a when you get a bunch of when you get uh, when you go from getting the least targets to getting the most targets, uh, I, and and you can play. And you're gonna you're gonna get stats. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna get yards, and you're gonna get catches, and you're gonna you're just gonna gonna be in the mix of you know some of the better players in the league. So I definitely think you know when you when you get in those situations, you can uh, put up numbers and stuff. So which which makes you look good and stuff. So. There's there's obviously confidence to be gained by 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 what you were able to do. Is there off, is there also confidence in the fact that you may think, hey. I did great last year, but there's even better left in me. Is there some confidence uh, in that thinking, hey, I can do better. Um, I know that there's more out there. There's confidence in me because I know I can do better. I know the type of player I am. I know that I'm good. I know that I can, I know that I can, I know that I can play this game really well. And just there's confidence because I'm ready to win. I, I, I'm ready to win. I, I really believe in my, our team and the guys that we have. And uh, it's just time to, you know, have the city 
Some game. Win some games for the city. Steve White. Hey, Calvin. Um, I know, you know, like it, it's your time to really shine. You guys need playing a 12 personnel, a lot of two tight end sets, whether one was flexed or whatnot. How does the structure of this offense potentially free you up, potentially maybe get some of the double teams off of you? Uh, that, I don't know 100% yet. Uh, we got to see, you know, through camp, and, uh, through the first game, honestly. The first game would tell will show, you know, you guys whatever you want to know pretty much. But uh, I think uh, Coach Arthur is a very, very smart guy, and I think he's got a, he's going to have a great game plan every week and uh, put us in great situations to, you know, to be the best me. All right, let's take a pause right there. We have Mike Rothstein from ESPN, Tori McElhaney from The Athletic, Scott Burr from the AtlantaFalcons.com, uh, and Steve Weiss from uh, Atlanta Falcons, also an NFL network, uh, asking questions after I went first. So that's 10 so far, halfway through, a couple highlights. Uh, the injuries, expecting to be back by training camp. Doesn't feel any pressure stepping up for uh, Julio. Uh, and he wants to keep the standard high here, Calvin Ridley. And then lastly, he wants to touch Steve's uh, formational question. Everybody knows they're running a lot of 12. But uh, Calvin said, we don't know that right now. <laughs> you know, he didn't want to give up the formations and so forth. So um, let's get on to the second half of Calvin. We stopped right about in the middle here. Uh, so we'll, um, we'll keep Calvin going here. And uh, we'll come back with who's asking the questions. We'll all get a little second round question uh, here also. Here's more from Atlanta Falcons wide receiver, Calvin Ridley. And to follow it up to, about double teams, I mean, look, the best guys get double teams. I mean, do you kind of invite that? Uh, um, I haven't. I have been double teamed since my second year in the league. I feel like uh, there's been a lot of games I got double teamed, and uh, I feel like I'm a good man-to-man uh, -man player. I can play zone football. I, I feel like I'll be all right. All right, thanks a lot, Calvin. Zach Klein. What's the one thing you'll take away from the experience of Julio most that makes you or will make you an even better player? Uh. Just seeing Julio, you know, some games come in the stadium, just, it just gave me a bunch of energies. And just to try to outdo him, I used to, I used to literally try to outdo him, you know, when I was on the team, when he was on the team. And I, I feel like that kept me just hungry every day, every week. And I mean, I'm still, I'm going to figure somebody, I'm going to find somebody on the team that I can outdo every week and uh, who's, you know, plays at a high level. Like Matt Ryan, maybe, you know what I'm saying? And uh, just, you know, compete with him in my own head, you know, and I think that'll help me. And now you know there's some young cats calling for you to outdo you and, and inspire them, right? Do you have that type of personality to be that, that guy, that, that focal point? Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to lead by example. You know, I'm going to go out there and put in the work and show the guys how to do it. Oh, uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, no, man, listen. I'm watching right now. I'm hungry right now. I'm, 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 I want to be out. I'm, I've been playing football all my life, and I've always been playing. And uh, so I want to be there, and uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to do what i got to do. <laughs> Steve White. Hey, Calvin. Uh, 
if that makes sense. We have time for a couple follow-ups. Do you what? Yeah, Calvin, hey, what do you see in the rookie Kyle Pitts? And then um, how about your work with Atlanta Public Schools you've been doing this offseason? Yeah, um, with, with the schools, um, uh, yeah, just going out, um, catching up with, you know, some of the kids. They A bunch of them had, like, this big test. I'm just giving them some confidence. I brought out ice cream, brought out some cars so they can check it out and uh, have a little fun, get in the cars, take pictures with the cars, me, and just – just to give them a little, you know, get out of school for 30 minutes, have a little fun. Uh, and uh, with Kyle Pitts, man, he's looking great, man. I've been watching him long. Got he got real speed. And um, yeah, man, we gotta we gotta get him we gotta get him locked all the way in so he can play to the best of his abilities. And uh, we should be we should be we should have something going. Yeah, I want to go back to the Julio thing again. Is there one thing that when you look back at the last three years that you maybe, but you you want to outdo him, right? But, like, is there one thing you learned from him that you kind of look back on and say, yeah, that was that was something I definitely took? Yeah, the one thing I definitely took from Julio is his confidence. Uh, just the confidence he has every week. Um, I, and being a number one receiver and going out to work every day, I feel like you have to have come. You have to believe in yourself. And by my second year, I, that's what I realized. Like that's what he he's all about confidence. So when I realized that, I just started, you know, to think that, you know, I ain't thinking I'm better than everybody, but I just believe in myself. And I think I really think that made me a better player. I just I really believed in myself. What I could do. Appreciate it, Corey. Yeah, I just wanted to ask kind of a football technical question just because I know the last couple of weeks has been very heavy in the install and, and not being able to be out on the field. I mean, what did minicamp look like for you? Like, what was your day-to-day kind of like? Uh, the regular uh, meetings, um, treatment. Uh, I did walkthroughs. I just wasn't on the field. You just didn't see me on the field, but I was – I was. I'm doing, I'm doing the regular. I just did a walkthrough just now before I came in here, so – I'm, I'm, I'm right where those guys are. Okay, cool. Thank you. And Scott? I was just curious, um, what do you think about the rest of this passing game and, and, and all of the different skilled players? And uh, who are you kind of most excited to see flourish um, over the course of the uh, next year? Um, some of these younger guys, uh, anybody stand out to you? Um, even if it's, you know, Gage or somebody that, that, that you have a, a experience with, who do you think is ready to take that next step? Yeah, um, I want to say uh, my group, just because I'm, I'm a receiver right now. But uh, my group, you know, we lost a big piece. And, uh, you know, everybody's, you know, thinking we're, you know, you know we can't get the job done. I just want to say my group, the whole group, I feel like, you know, we're going we're gonna, to, you know, put something together and we're going to, you know, play winning football. And um, I, I just I just believe in this. <laughs> cool, Steve. Do you have one? I, I do, Calvin, because you know a lot of what Arthur Smith did in Tennessee, the offense is predicated off of the run game. When you see some of the structure of this offense, do you think that's still going to be the case here, or do you think he did that because they had Derrick Henry in the type of roster that they had? Yeah. Uh, this like I said, it's early and um, installed, and uh, we're just you know they're throwing any any and everything at us right now. So 
I realize we haven't even put on pads, man. So we don't know, right. you know what we're the best at. So uh, that I don't know. Great. Right. Thanks for that. Yes, yeah, just our first impressions of the new head coach and uh, is he being a little biased and showing too much love to the offensive lineman? Um, I, I, I love uh, Coach Arthur right now. I feel like he's uh, he's holding us accountable. I mean, everyone. Um, got a lot of you know a lot of new changes around here, which is uh, which is good. And um, uh, yeah, I think I think everything he's doing so far is definitely gonna gonna lead to wins and lead to you know a different looking team. All right, that was Calvin Ridley. All of it. The second half, uh, we had questions by Zach Klein from WSB Channel 2, myself, Michael Rothstein of ESPN, Tori McElhaney, The Athletic, Scott Bear, Atlanta Falcons, uh, and Steve Weiss, Atlanta Falcons, who's going to be doing the games in the preseason this year in uh, NFL Network, and Zach Klein to wrap it up. Some good points there. Um, from the second half of Calvin, the energy. Um, he, he said he really tried to match Julio's swag coming in. I think that was like game day swag. And how he came in, he tried to outdo him and compete with him on that. The uh, key question for, for for me was, hey, what do you think of Cal, Kyle Pitts? And he said, you know, they got to get him locked in so he can, you know, contribute right away. So they're working on that. Uh, you can see that uh, in the off-season workouts and the uh, mini camp. He's also doing some, uh, did some work with the Atlanta Public School System. We talked about it. Uh, we'll have a note on that in the Cover 99 blog for the community service. And then, lastly, he talked. He, uh, you know, Zach Clown asked him about Coach Arthur Smith and his impression and him showing love to the old lineman. He said, "No, he's holding everybody accountable. Everybody." Not just the linemen, not just the quarterbacks, but the whole team. So with that, we're going to um, get on out of here for, for Calvin. That was Calvin Ridley's view of the offense, view of the team. Said he's going to be ready for training camp. Said he's ready to take over as the number one wide receiver. So with that, we're going to say goodbye, farewell, and have a great rest of your week. From the 66th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. Hip-hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song. 
and celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents Hip-Hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants a rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny. One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop.